My name is Dana Sparks. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to the Emerald Podcast Network. My name is Casey Miller, and I am an arts and culture writer for the Daily Emerald. And I'm Sarah Urban, and I'm also an arts and culture writer for the Daily Emerald. And today we are going to be talking about the premiere episode of The Bachelorette Season 13. Rachel, Lindsay, how do you feel about her, Casey? I really like Rachel. I think she was a good choice for The Bachelorette. I mean, obviously they're trying to diversify a little bit. Um, This is the first black Bachelorette, and I honestly think she was a good pick because, I mean, she has the experience from the past season with Nick, um, but she's also you know, a real wholesome person who's not just in it for the fame. Um, Honestly, at first during next season, I thought she was too good for the show, but clearly she wanted to do this. Yeah, I think so too. I like her a lot. And especially because on next season, she was kind of hesitant and she was not necessarily all in. She was always questioning um, and doing doing things like that. And I think that's kind of a good thing for the new Bachelorette because um, that shows you that they're really in it for the right reasons and that they're taking it seriously because some of the people who um, just go at it super fast, you can tell they're a lot more um, easygoing with it and maybe won't be as good of a front person. Yeah, and a word she used a lot last night was skeptical, saying, you know, while she was in Nick's season, like, she was very skeptical of the whole, can you actually find love on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Um, But she says she fell in love with Nick, which I don't know if she really did. I mean, one thing I heard is it's kind of easy to fall in love with someone if you're being flown off to tropical destination islands Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're being put in all these romantic situations. So I feel like it would be hard not to fall in love with Nick in the situation she was in. Um, But I think this time, you know, she has more control over everything and she really can do what she wants to do. Yeah, definitely. And she's a very strong-willed woman. She's an attorney. Um, She's very smart. She's educated. So she knows what she wants, and she's decisive and good at making those decisions. Um, She kind of reminds me of uh, Andy in her Bachelorette season because Andy was was a lawyer. Um, So they're similar in that way. But I think Rachel will be um, very opinionated and picky, which I think is good when you're looking for a husband. So that's a plus. (laughs) Definitely. Um, All right. Do you want to talk about notable moments from the premiere episode? Yes. So, first of all, waboom. Uh, waboom. Yes. Waboom. <laughs> if I hear that word one more time, I might scream. Oh, you're going to have to with the next episode because Rachel decided to keep Lucas. So, Lucas, um, you know how they usually put the occupation of each bachelor in their little headline, like here's their name, here's their occupation. So, Lucas's occupation is just simply. Waboom. Waboom. And not only was that his occupation, but it said it on his t-shirt. He was not even wearing (laughs) nice clothes. He was wearing a tank top, sleeveless tank top that just said waboom as he came out of the limo with a megaphone. Oh yeah. Total, total bro tank wearing his own personal slogan apparently. Um, When they did the little intros in the beginning, they feature a few, a certain number of bachelors and Lucas was one of them. And just the whole feature revolved around this word waboom and then he would not stop saying it the rest of the night and but you when he said it, he like shook that he, his whole body shook and he was oh, like yeah. waboom and it took him at least a solid 12 seconds to get out the whole word <laughs> solid. yeah it's like 
I mean, your, your brain has to hurt after a while of doing that. He just shakes his head uncontrollably and just goes, wah-boom. And how do you not know you're crazy in that situation? <laughs> like, what normal human being gets out of a limo and is like, I'm going to say wah-boom over and over and over while I shake my body, and I think she's going to be really <laughs> attracted to it. And so that the question that comes out of that is how much input do producers have? You know, like, because wah-boom, he's going to the next episode. Rachel picked him in the rose ceremony, even though he was easily the most obnoxious guy there out of quite a few obnoxious guys, honestly. There were plenty. There were plenty. Let's there be were enough. But, like, how much input do the producers have? Like, do they make her pick this wah-boom dude so they get more views on the next episode? And then there's also the penguin. Penguin guy, yes. I would I would say that the producers did have a have input on the Waboom guy. I don't think they have a ton of input, but I do think that they probably are, are you know, capitalizing on a few of them um, just to get their ratings up. But Penguin guy, in, interesting conspiracy about the about the <laughs> Penguin guy. Um, later on in the episode, we see that he is in fact balding when he takes off the Penguin outfit. So are we thinking that he chose to wear the Penguin outfit to hide his balding? Oh, 100%. But my question is, why a penguin? I mean, he could have worn a cowboy hat. He could have worn a baseball cap with his favorite team or maybe Rachel's favorite team. Why did he go full penguin? I think he was trying to pull off what Alexis tried to pull off last season with, oh, the, with the, dolphin. the shark dolphin issue. <laughs> That's true. I think, you know, some guys, they just, there's a lot of things the guys do to really make a name for themselves. And I mean, if you're going to show up in a penguin costume, I guess you got to go all out. Yeah, you really got to own it. There's yeah. no shame in the penguin. Oh, no I always shame. thought, I'm like, maybe they'll take it off halfway through the episode, but that was not happening. You just got to roll with it. Yeah, another weird uh, tactic to get noticed was Adam and Adam Jr. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow, there's a lot to say about Adam Jr. Um, yeah, so Adam, one of the bachelors, um, he brought a little doll, I guess you could call it, named Adam Jr. Clearly worked very hard on this, the face was very detailed. Um, he had on a mini tuxedo himself. Um, but you could tell Rachel thought it was very creepy. And yeah. everyone did. Yeah. Everyone thought the, it was The creepy. second he got out of the limo, she was like, what is that? And what are you doing? But he was like not phased. Like I felt bad for him because I feel like he put lots of time and effort into making oh, yeah. Adam Jr. And then everyone was creeped out by him. And I, I was thinking maybe he like had his friends help him with it. And then all of a sudden it was hated on and he had to like divert and like take on the creepiness instead of just acting like it was cool and normal yeah I think I mean at first I also as the viewer was kind of you know a little creeped out by it um kind of wanted Rachel to mention something and say wow this is creepy um but for me it became funny when the producers sat him down in an interview chair and had someone speaking French over him saying, like, oh, I love Rachel, like, blah, 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 you know, I want yeah. to marry her. And so the producers really tried to make it funny. Yeah. But in the end, I would still say it's more creepy than anything. Yeah. Yeah, and with all these guys doing such um, outrageous things to get her attention, you you often wonder, like, which guys are there for the right reasons, which guys are there to get attention and to get TV attention and media attention, um, which guys are actually there to win Rachel's heart. And one of the guys, Blake, who oh, we goodness. have our own opinions of, but he started getting really aggressive about who was there for the right and wrong reasons really early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Blake, Blake E., to introduce himself, um, his little featurette um, at the beginning of the episode. 
he talked a lot about his penis. Yeah, and how great it was. And he was in the gym while he was talking about it. And he's one of the ones that met her previously on After the Final Rose. Mm -hmm. And he is back and he has no shame. He is going for it. Oh, yeah. He uh, talked about a lot of personal stuff. And then when he ended up in the Bachelor Mansion for the night, he seemed to take everything that the Waboom guy did very personally. Um claiming that he's not here for the right reasons and he decided to call the Waboom guy out for it, which did absolutely nothing. Yeah, because the Waboom guy is going to self-destruct. He is going to oh, be yeah. he's going to be out by the next episode. He has no chance. He's crazy. And Blake E., for some reason, was just finding such a hard time with him. I don't know if he was trying to assert his masculinity or what his whole point with that was, but I really don't understand why he was just getting so worked up about it so early. Yeah, truly the worst. But... Let's stop talking about the horrible ones, and let's talk about the ones that actually have a chance. Um, For example, Kenny the Wrestler. I love Kenny. He has a daughter, and his video with his daughter was just precious. They look like they're so close. Um, And you know that when someone has a child and they're on the show that they are serious about it because they're not just thinking about themselves. They're thinking about their daughter. So I think he's really looking at Rachel, um, looking at her in the possibility of, like, with her being a mom. Yeah, and especially because, you know, these guys have to take months off of their lives for this kind of show. And, you know, if he's actually separating himself from his daughter for that long, you know, you can tell that he and his daughter truly do love each other just from that video. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the fact that he is separating himself from her, like, he is serious about Rachel already. Definitely. And I like Josiah, too. I know he was pretty overconfident. I mean, not as overconfident as Demario, I would say, (laughs) but definitely very overconfident. But I almost think that it worked for him. Some people it really doesn't work for, but I I liked him. I liked him a lot. And he's not hard to look at either. No, no, he's not. Um, There was one thing that really freaked me out that the producers had him. So Josiah, Josiah told a story about how his brother hung himself when Josiah was only seven years old and he had to cut his brother down from the tree himself. Um, And then the producers decided to make Josiah go to this tree where his brother hung himself and kind of do a dramatic look up at it, which I thought was kind of weird to include in there, Mm -hmm. but I guess it adds more to his background. Yeah, definitely. And I almost wonder if that even was the tree or if that was the situation, because that can be very traumatic. And um, I want, I just wonder how Josiah felt about, about doing that and putting that in there, because um, I know that even though I'm sure a lot of the people who work for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are great people, they also are very concerned with the ratings. So oh, yeah. um, I think that definitely would have upped ratings just um, talking about that situation. But what do you think about Diggy? Diggy. Um, was he the one with the massive shoe collection? He was. Yeah. Which, so you know he's a winner, right? Oh, yeah. You know he's a winner. He said he had over 500 pairs of shoes. Yeah. Um, so clearly cares a lot about his looks. Um, which I think he looks great. I think he's the best looking of the bunch, personally. Really? Yes. Diggy. I am team Diggy. Oh, my eye is still on Dean. Oh, you, you do. <laughs> you do like Dean. <laughs> but yeah, no, Diggy seems like he's also going to make it far because he has personality. You know, yeah. Rachel's really looking for these guys with personality. Demario, I think she's going to like, even though he's he's pretty cocky, but I think she'll like it. Yeah. Well, she's confident. So she needs someone to challenge her. You know, like, I don't oh, yeah. think she'll settle for someone who um, I don't think she'll settle for someone who doesn't have much of a personality because she wants to be um, challenged and she wants someone who can handle a conversation with her. And Demario definitely can do that. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why also Brian got the first impression, Rose. Mm-hmm. Brian, for a little bit of background, um, he is Colombian, but he is 
He's uh, a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor. And he came out speaking Spanish, which was the language of love. How can anyone say no to Spanish? Exactly. You I just think can't. He just kind of swept Rachel off her feet. Um, yes. You know, he seemed foreign to her. And so she just, she loved that. And she picked him as the first impression rose, which he, yeah. I knew threw off a lot of guys in the house. Well, he was bold, too. I mean, he went right in to kiss her. And this kiss was, like, not <laughs> not great to look at. He looked like he was eating her face off. Honestly, not great technique going Very on for Brian. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Um, but you know what? Rachel liked it. Um, so, yeah, he was the first impression rose. Um, a couple other notable characters are Fred. Fred, oh, yes. who was a couple of years younger than Rachel when they were in school together, and she was his camp counselor. Yeah, and that that is, like, so weird because I don't think she has seen him in 15 years. So suddenly, exactly. suddenly he comes back and she sees him as this child that she was the camp counselor over, and that's a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell she wasn't 100% comfortable with the situation because she still sees him as so much younger than she is that it might be an issue if they are actually in a relationship. Yeah. And focusing on um, ne- the season preview for the whole season, they, they really focus a lot on Lee. So what do you think about Lee and the character that he's being made out to be? See, I barely noticed Lee while he was at the mansion, but then they showed the season preview where basically what happens is Lee tries to start fights with a lot of guys in the house. Which is not smart because some of them are very muscular and could definitely handle him. Oh, yeah. And so I didn't notice Lee at all during the season premiere until the preview, but it looks like he's definitely already being painted as the season villain. Well, and he's the one, too, that came out with the guitar. So, like, when he first came out, I really liked him. And I was like, oh, this guy can sing. He's playing the guitar. And he seemed to be getting along with the guys well in the house in the beginning. But he kind of pegs himself as saying, like, oh, I'm the only country guy in the house, so I'm going to have problems with everyone else, um, and titles himself as that. So once you're able to, like, own up as the villain, um, I think – we know you have issues because most guys would not want to be pegged as the villain. Like, that's not something that they want to be known for. And you also wonder, I mean, Rachel is the first black bachelorette. You have a very diverse cast, definitely the most diverse in Bachelor, Bachelorette history. Um, and you got to wonder, like, is it his southern roots that are making him say, like, these things? I don't know. Do you think he'll really like Rachel? Do you mm-hmm. think he'll get along with all of the guys in his house? Or does he just feel too different from, you know, these Southern Californians or, you know, people who aren't of his same race? You have to wonder where the animosity is going to come from. Exactly. Yeah. I think it'll be very interesting to see um, who kind of like makes friends with who throughout the season. Yeah. And um, hopefully the guys don't let race or anything like that be a determining factor in who exactly. they befriend. Because it was such a huge um, talking point for this season. Definitely. I think it's, yeah, it's really cool that Rachel's a bachelorette and I think she'll be an incredible bachelorette for sure. So who are your top picks for the season? Who do you think will make it to the final four? Okay. So definitely Josiah. I think Josiah, um, has a really confident attitude, which I think he'll benefit from. And then I also think Diggy, who's one of my favorites, so that might just be me talking, but I think he'll go far. And Eric, because we see a lot of him in the preview. So he looks like he does make a little, like, mistake later on down the season since there were some intense conversations that he was involved in. But I do think Eric will go far because they looked like they had a lot of fun together and he was in a lot of the clips. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, Well, I would say I really enjoyed... I feel like Dean, um, I think he and Rachel got along really well. I also saw him in a lot of the later clips for the season preview. Kenny is just a total sweetheart. He's the wrestler with the daughter, and I think that he will totally win Rachel's heart with the whole, 
you know, family-oriented lifestyle that he leads. Mm -hmm. And then Peter, I know Peter didn't seem very noticeable during the season premiere. He had on that checkered suit, if you recall. Um, But he and Rachel actually had great conversations until Waboom Guy decided to shout into his microphone and uh, kind of try and interrupt things. Stir the pot. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And then Brian was the first impression rose, and I feel like because he got that first impression rose, he's going to make it pretty far as well. Yeah, and before we go, we just have to mention that Mohit, his face when Brian (laughs) made the kiss was like hilarious. He was definitely a little too drunk, and he made this incredible face when he saw Brian and her kissing and then ran in to tell all the other guys. It was hilarious. The drama is going to be unreal this season. It is. Well, that's all we have time for today. You just heard us talk about The Bachelorette season 13 premiere. We will be back next week. Again, I am Casey Miller. And I'm Sarah Urban. And if you like what you heard here, you can find more Emerald podcasts on our website, dailyemerald.com, or you can subscribe to Emerald Media on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.